Are you ready to become the go-to in your industry without having to fake it till you make it? I'm Caroline Vanatta, and I teach creatives like you the key that unlocks radical confidence so you can be proudly known as a creative expert. We're going to have meaningful conversations here to highlight the mindset shifts it takes to become your industry's go-to and stop trading dollars for hours. So Kelsey, I'm so excited you're here. Do you want to share a little bit about your journey and your business and how you got here? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. So I'm Kelsey. I run a branding and web design agency called Pinegate Road. And I also am stepping into more business coaching, consulting. So two different sides of the business. As far as how I got where I am today, I grew up I not, not grew up, but you know, went to school for graphic design. I got an undergrad degree and then I actually got a master's in it as well. And that's where we were both at Savannah College of Art and Design at the same mm-hmm. time, but didn't know it. And so I immediately graduated and I went to corporate America. I was designing for, I worked at American Greetings in the card company and I did stationery and I was working in the Target line for stationery and it was really fun. I got to like do the numbers side of the business where we're like Mm -hmm. analyzing trends and statistics and really getting into that strategy of how design really impacts sales. And I think that has like super been a part of my business so far. And my business, I was running that kind of as a side hustle. I started it while I was in grad school. I eventually took it full time about in 2016. So I left American Greetings. I decided to officially take my business full time and it's been what, a little over three and a half years now. And here I am. And I guess as far as like the journey there, I started kind of as a solopreneur. And now I have a team of about 12 really working in the agency side, a few supporting me on the coaching side of the business. As far as account management, I have an assistant coach, I have a marketing manager. That's probably who's helping me on the coaching side. And then the agency side, it's like, they're really stepping in and helping with all of the things so I can focus on the really high level strategy with our one-on-one clients as well as the higher level creative direction. But I do have a lot of amazing team helping support Mm -hmm. our clients and building that out. Amazing. Do you want to share a little bit about your journey to starting an agency, really building that team and what that looked like for you? I actually, when I was in corporate America, I was getting so much work because people were finding me on Pinterest. And that is like a huge part of my story as well. Pinterest has been a big part of my business. And I do Pinterest consulting now for a lot of like higher level level online businesses. And what started happening is I was getting so many inquiries coming in from the work I was doing that I couldn't handle it. And I got some really great advice from my dad, who was also an entrepreneur, because at that point, I think a lot of people are like, okay, I have so much work coming in. I'm booked out. So I'm not going to take anything else on. And what he had actually recommended to me is like, excellent, just go outsource it. And I was like, what? (laughs) That kind of like blew my mind as to like how easy it was to delegate and kind of lead the design process and lead the work that you're bringing to life and have some other 
people supporting some of the build out and the details so that you can take more on and make more revenue in your business. So back then I was actually like passing a lot of work off. I had about three or four contractors that I was regularly working with. I mean, they were completely managing retainers for clients mm -hmm. and I would literally just be there to like make sure the work was up to par and that was it. So I was actually really scaling almost by accident when I was still working a full-time job. And so wow. then when I took my business full-time, most, I needed all of that revenue in order to pay my salary. So I went from having, you know, three or four contractors to just me. That first year was really difficult. Honestly, I felt like, you know, I didn't really know the business side of running an online business. I knew design, I knew strategy, I knew just how to get the work done, but I didn't necessarily know how to run a business. And that year I kind of floundered. I mm. was trying to do everything. I actually, my, one of my biggest mistakes there was I spread myself way too thin trying to do all of the things that I like had been wanting to do. So I started my podcast then I started all these educational programs. I started, you know, doing every kind of service ever. And it just was me at that point. And it just was really unfocused because it was more like this crazy passion driven action instead of really stepping back and seeing like, Ooh, what do I solidly want to build here? Mm. Um, so that was kind of a hot mess year. I ended up one year later having, like I saved up a bunch of savings before I left just to feel really secure about being able to pay myself and all the things. It was just me at that time. So my, I think my husband and I were dating, but we weren't, you know, living together or married. So like I had to pay everything on my own. It was just you know, this business had to support me as an individual. And I got to next August and I kind of made a lot of investment mistakes and maybe mm -hmm. not mistakes, but just mm -hmm. not really being the smartest businesswoman that I could. Mm -hmm. And I ended up with $200 in my bank account, not knowing how I was going to pay my mortgage the next month or, you know, just live or survive. I was kind of freaking out mm -hmm. and I didn't really have any clients coming in and it was just a hot mess. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So I kind of had a mental breakdown that summer and that was really a point where it was, you know, I, we talked before this, like, are you in survival mode or are you in thrival mode? And you act in different ways when you're in different places. And I definitely was in survival mode at that point. So I had to throw away all of the, I guess, boundaries and standards about what I thought I should be doing. And I just mm. had to go out there and hustle and like email everybody I knew and really just get the work coming in. And that time in my life, I am so, so grateful for because going through that showed me that I could really make whatever I wanted to in life or business work by I think it was three months later, I had a 16 K month mm -hmm. and I was just like totally like blown away by the fact, like by me hitting almost that business rock bottom and fighting for what I wanted to do. I was able to grow that quickly and there's no real steps that I took other than 
emailing and putting myself out there. I just, I did whatever I could to take on work. It was not strategized, honestly. Mm -hmm. It just, it kind of came from my heart and soul of being like, I'm going to make this work. And I did whatever I could Mm -hmm. think of and it worked out. And I have been hitting five figure months ever since. And that was three years ago, two and a half years ago. And so that just really catapulted so much in my business. And I think it was a couple months after that, I had so much work that I couldn't handle it on my own. So Mm -hmm. I went from like the opposite. So I was taking everything on and then it got to the point where I was reaching a burnout from all of the work that I did have and I wasn't sleeping. I had so much anxiety over managing all of the details of the project. So I actually hired, not hired, but I joined a mastermind group that was all about building agency and hiring on team. And that was really helpful. And I got support, started building team in a more solid way and actually learning how to step up and manage and create the business structures that need to be in place in order to scale sustainably. Mm -hmm. And that has really, it was two years of really revamping my business to be a solid, solid business and have the team to support it. And what I've been doing now is now that the agency side of my business has been really solid, you know, just the systems, the processes, the, the way I'm showing up, I'm, I'm just able to show up and do my genius work and it feels amazing. And now I'm starting the new venture of, you know, I've been doing it for a while, but I feel like now I'm, I have that so stable and now I'm stabilizing the coaching side of my business. Mm -hmm. So I'm finally able to step into what I feel like I've always wanted to do and I didn't even know it. And Mm -hmm. I have this business supporting me really solidly. And now it's like the fun playtime. Like how do I continue to scale coaching and all of these things and supporting other women to build businesses that really sustain the lives they want to be living? Because that's what I've been able to do. And I think long story short, I now have a baby. I work two days a week. I'm still able to like fully show up and work in my zone of genius and have so much free time and fun time to be able to be with my family, go on vacations and still really impact the lives of the women I'm working with in the agency side and in the coaching side. And it's just, I really feel like I'm living my dream life Mm -hmm. and it's pretty darn cool. And I want that for a lot of other people. (laughs) I love that so much. And Kelsey, your story is so inspiring. It's so great to hear you break it down because I've been following you for a while and you've really just stepped into a leader. It's like, I feel like you were always there. You were always a leader, but now your business model reflects that. And it sounds like how you spend your time reflects that, which is so amazing. I want to dive back in though, to what you were touching on when you had $200 in your bank account Mm -hmm. and you kind of switched your strategies to emailing people. Will you kind of share what that process was like, what you were actually doing? Because there are probably people listening to this who are in a similar situation and maybe they're thinking about quitting. Maybe they're thinking about throwing in the towel or maybe they're also thinking about going harder at Pinterest, Mm. on Instagram, with a new offering or all the things. So can you kind of hone in on your experience and what you tell someone if they were in a similar situation? Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So here's what I guess I would tell people. What I think a lot of people do is they think that they have to 
go out and, you know, maybe be on Pinterest or social media or all of these things, which can be really helpful. But I think the key here is that you need to get your solutions, like what you are providing and the solutions you're providing to your clients out there in front of people whose problems you can solve. And that is the only thing that matters. So if you're spending all of your time hustling and being busy and, you know, posting on Instagram and getting everything on Pinterest and tweaking your website, that isn't profit generating activities. So what you need to do is really pinpoint what action can I take that actually makes a direct impact in somebody purchasing something from me. So for me, the quickest barrier to entry was emailing everybody I knew. And I had a lot of connections from, you know, freelancing for several years and being in the design industry. So I emailed a ton of like art directors and people and I was like, Hey, do you have work? I, <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> so that was a really quick action that is directly contacting somebody who needs what I provide. And so thankfully, a lot of people said, yeah, like, I'd love for you to hand letter for this or that. And sure, we'll bring you into this project. So that was a really quick way to go create that income. So I would say what is actually a profit generating activity versus what is making you feel busy and not actually moving the needle in your business. Mm -hmm. And that I think is what the biggest difference made. Like, yes, your website and yes, marketing and all those things are so important. But when you're in that like survival mode, you need to go right to where you can go make money. So even Mm -hmm. if that is going on Upwork, maybe that's posting on your personal Facebook profile saying you're available for work. It's showing people that you're open for business and available and reaching out to as many people as you can to go get that work. There's so much availability of work out there and people are too scared to go ask for it. So I would say, get over that fear, do whatever you need to do, tap or do some deep breaths and go out there and just ask for the work and tell people you're open for business. I will also say during this time, I was applying for jobs because Mm -hmm. I didn't think I could potentially make it. So that was also a really big thing. And I actually got like, I got to the last level of like a really big online influencer to work for her company. And she actually didn't choose me. And I was like, so excited Mm -hmm. to like go work for her and all these things. I was just going to give up on my business because I thought I wasn't cut out to make this work. Honestly, it was but I felt almost safe doing that. You know, Mm -hmm. it was this weird thing where I was disappointed. I didn't get the job, but looking back, like I make so much more money than I would have made during that job. And I live such like a more free life. I'm so Mm -hmm. thankful I didn't get that job. I would have been Mm -hmm. working 40 hours a week, still behind my desk and making a lot less and having so much less freedom than Mm -hmm. I do running the business I do today. So I did apply for jobs. I Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's a time at least every year where I freak myself out about my business and I'm like, (laughs) okay, let me go look at the job postings. (laughs) Like I did it this summer too. Um, Yeah. And so just, I mean, as a, it it still happens and I'm not Mm going to say I'm like perfect and everything Mm is, there's challenges that come with every quote unquote level that you're hitting. And it's just, how are you going to work through those and still trust that you and your business are, are where it's at? 
Yeah. So good. Tell us a little bit about your transition into coaching and what that was like for you and what it looks like now. Yeah. So it happened really naturally. I didn't mean to do it. I was growing my agency and it was around a couple months after I started joining that mastermind and, you know, I was bringing on team and getting things more solid and flowing and a potential client came to me wondering how she could work with me. And she was actually a brand and web designer. So it wasn't like I was going to go do her branding and web design. And I thought maybe, okay, maybe I can do brand strategy for her. That's kind of the sales and marketing and business side of what we do before we start to go build out a brand and a website. And she was like, Oh, this doesn't really feel like a great fit. So, but we knew she was like, I know I want to learn from you. And I know that I love being in your presence and I just want to learn from you. And I was like, okay, so what do you want? I literally asked her, I was like, what results would you want? What are you looking for in your business? I asked her kind of her goals and then I created a program around that and it basically became my own first group coaching mastermind program. And it was specifically for web designers at that time. And I said, you know, we can just do this as a random coaching just so you know, this is the first time I'm ever, ever doing this, but obviously I have some background and I know what I'm doing, but I've never coached. And she was like, great. And I was, I was like, I'll try to invite other people and see if they want in. And if not, it'll just be us. She said, great. <laughs> and a couple other people joined by me just putting it out on Instagram. And that is kind of how it got started. Not even kind of, that is how it got started. Wow. And it just has grown and evolved from there. And now there's a super solid framework that everybody can like get all of the information and really learn how to build that solid foundation for their business. But it took a couple years of me coaching and getting into the nitty gritty of what service providers building businesses online need in order to really flourish and thrive and go live those lives that they love mm-hmm. while running a business that supports it. Mm-hmm. So it is literally my heart like my heart is on fire. Like it's my soul's work to be doing this right now. Mm -hmm. And this program has been incredible. I just relaunched everything in January with our new framework and all of the things and assistant coaches and just so much support and the wins people are getting are just incredible. And it's just so fun to see like how this work is impacting other people's lives Mm -hmm. now. So it kind of, it just snowballed, but it started very imperfectly, Mm -hmm. very unsure. And I just evolved it from that one little conversation over the years. That's amazing. So you probably have a lot on your plate. Tell us how you deal with overwhelm. The first thing I would say that when you do feel overwhelmed, I'm sure you teach a lot of this. It's about reframing the thought that you're having about the situation so that you're more empowered to actually take action. So one of the thoughts that I was thinking when this overwhelm happened was that I don't have enough time. I'll never get this done. Kind of these negative things that were happening in my head. And because of that, I was feeling more and more overwhelmed. So you have your thought and then obviously there's an action that happens because of that thought that you're having. So because of that thought of feeling like I don't have enough time, I'm so overwhelmed. The action I was actually taking was procrastination. I was not focused. 
I was dilly dallying. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to go on Facebook for a little bit longer. Check my Instagram or go take a nap. So the result was that nothing was getting done and I was actually wasting my time. Mm -hmm. So what I needed to do is actually reframe that thought that I was having. So instead of thinking I don't have enough time, I had to transition it to, I have all the time I need to get done what needs to get done. Like I can make this work. Everything might not get done, but what needs to get done will get done. So the action I then took was that I wrote everything out on a big piece of paper that I thought I had to get done by I have a big conference coming up March 1st. So my big thing was, I don't have enough time to get all the things I need to get done by March 1st. So I wrote down all the things that absolutely needed to happen. Some of those things got moved to after March 1st. I thought I was going to launch something, not launch, but relaunch something next week. And I'm moving it because it doesn't need to get done. So I wrote down all of those things. And then I actually time blocked them into my calendar. So I know exactly when I need to get certain things done, when they're going to get done. And the result from taking that action is feeling more at peace. Mm-hmm. So it's, this is really that, I don't know if your listeners listen to Brooke Castillo, but it is, yeah, it is uh, her self-coaching model. So all I did was switch my thought, which transformed the actual action I was taking. And now my result is feeling more at peace. Mm-hmm. So you can do that with anything that you feel like you're spinning about, but this was what I did about time management. Another thing that is helpful is I do this quarterly in our Align Business Academy, but it's, we go through our ideal schedule mm-hmm. and really map out what is taking care of you and your core values first. So we go through an ideal week and we map out sleep and working out and feeding yourself and taking time with your friends and family and all of these amazing things that like you actually need to live a life you love and then you fit in work. So you're filling in time to actually plan your finances, time to do marketing, time to emails, time to actually be client facing, all the different categories. So you can see how much time you actually have to do the work that you need to do. And what usually happens here is you realize how little time you actually have in a good way and how little sometimes you're charging for what you're doing Mm. so that you can actually raise your rates to support financially the life you want to live while you're working less and still totally fitting in all of the sleep you want to get, all of the fun time, all of the self-care. And that really helps justify how much you need to be charging for your services. Mm -hmm. So that helps with time management because a lot of that stress comes from, oh my gosh, I need to get this many clients on to reach these income goals. And if you're not actively looking at your calendar and your schedule and mapping out how that can actually happen, then you're going to feel overwhelmed because there's, you're always going to fit too much in Mm -hmm. or feel like you have to be doing all of these things Mm -hmm. that your to-do list is never going to feel complete or you're, you're not going to ever have a week where you feel like, Ooh, I just did everything I need to do. There's, there's not enough time to fit it all in. So going through an exercise like that can be really helpful for time management as well. That's so good. Something I have fun doing is writing out all the things I need to do and crossing things off the list, not because they're done, but because 
I just don't need to worry about them today. Yeah. And I love what you said <laughs> about putting off a launch. It doesn't say anything about the momentum you have in your business or your success. You're just saying, you know, I'm going to use my energy here on these projects even better, like preparing for your event, which is yeah. Alt Summit, right? Yes. Who's speaking there? I'm so and <laughs> putting, you know, later that energy into your launch. And I think that's so important and so helpful. And mapping out your ideal week like that is so beautiful because you're looking more at energy management than time management and fitting all the things that matter so that you can do the creative work with your clients. It's like, if you're not getting exactly. X amount of hours of sleep, feeding yourself nourishing foods and getting outside, whatever that is for you, your creative work is going to suck. It's just like, yep. <laughs> it's not going to be fun for anyone. Your clients are going to feel your stress. You're going to be stressed out. So I love that so much. Awesome. I'm glad it was helpful. Yeah. So Kelsey, how can everyone learn more about you? Yeah. So I love hanging out with everybody on Instagram and I am, it's at Pine Gate Road and I am personally there chatting and all the DMs. I love, love, love communicating and just like building friendships on there. So please reach out if you found this was helpful and you want to chat and be friends. Mm -hmm. I love it there. <laughs> yes. Please go stalk and hang out with Kelsey on Instagram. Cause I know I love to, she's so fun. She's like on stories every day. So you're always going to have <laughs> someone fun to hang out with. You're going to love it. Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on Kelsey. Thank you, Caroline. It was so fun to be here. Thank you for being a part of the creative expert movement. Share this episode with a friend or on social media so together we can empower creatives to charge more, work less, and fall back in love with their businesses. If you're ready to jump in and become a creative expert, I have a free training where you'll find out yes or no if you're ready to launch an expert product like a course, coaching, or in-person event. Go to becomeacreativeexpert.com and DM me on Instagram while you're watching so that together we can make a custom plan for you to become your industry's go-to leader. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Expert Podcast. I'll see you next week.